I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. Uh, you may have heard, you may not have heard, there's a beer festival coming to Dublin in about, ooh, what day do we have? About two weeks' time, less than two weeks' time. It's going to be held in the Mansion House. It's called the Fidelity Beer Festival, and one of the organisers, Alex, joins us on the line now. Alex, how are you, sir? Good, Cormac Fersha, how are you? Good. I would be a huge fan of a festival like this. A responsible fan. Oh, yeah. yeah. A, a big responsible fan I'm not going to say why. <laughs> it's pretty obvious. I just love the craft of uh, beer making and I going do, into yeah. it. Um, Alex, before we talk about maybe the festival itself, I've never actually spoken or met a brewer before never. in my life, but that's your full-time gig. I would doubt that. I would say you've met some home brewer along the line or somebody who kind of cooks up a bit of beer in their kitchen Sorry. or something like that. People so. who pretend they do. I stand corrected. Now, I actually... <laughs> I'm, well, not a brewer, I suppose. I made wine in college before. Did you? It was Did part of a science experiment. I'd say it was great, was it? Oh, mother of God, when I opened it, I nearly <laughs> died a death. It what? was horrific. Was it drinkable, sure. though? No! <laughs> At all. Like, I don't know if it was drinkable, but it was the worst smell I have ever smelt in my life. Whatever it was, what you know what it using? was? You were probably mushing the grapes with your horrible smelly feet. I left a sock in the test tube and I just <laughs> left there for two weeks and it was like, this is disgusting. Now you're right actually, I'm not, sorry, a mate of mine I think has made one batch of his own beers in a bath. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It's like, it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, that was, I got into it, you know. I, I started, I got very interested in the idea of making beer at home. It was really just exploring, you know, beer styles that I don't know. I probably wouldn't have been able to buy in the shop at that time. So this is going back a while, maybe 10 years ago, and there just wasn't that many beers around Ireland. So I was just looking online, and, you know, it seemed like a relatively kind of easy process. You make a bit of porridge, and then you kind of you boil that, you put some hops in and you come back a week later and you've, you've got some beer. So I said I'd give it a go and uh, it turned into a bit of obsession and I've ruined my life. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're here for your therapy session, Alex. We're like, okay, how much of a meltdown did you have this week and what can we do to move forward with that? Your very first batch of beer that you made, what, what did yeah. it taste like when you kind of opened the first bottle or whatever? Sweet. It was fairly sweet. It was garbage, really. It was it was <laughs> awful. Like, but you know, it's all the learning process of getting on. Like, you know, people were very nice, and they were just like, "Oh, could I could I try it?" And I'm kind of I knew myself it was rubbish, like you know. And I was yeah. just like, "Oh yeah, okay, now here here you go." And they're all kind of smiling, nodding along. You know what I mean? Like, and uh, and look, it just progressively got better over time. I'm kind of an obsessive kind of technical person, and I just kind of buried myself away in the kitchen summers and stuff like that. Yeah. I'd just go. I'd be brilliant. 
two or three times a day, just even the same beer again and again, just trying to make it better and better and better. And then I got a gig full-time brewing about five years ago, and so I've been a professional brewer ever since that. So, Very cool. So yeah, here we are now. Yeah. I want to I ask a question, though. You know when you're doing a job and you're doing it every, obviously every day, mm. and you kind of get sick of it? Do you ever yeah. find that when you're doing it every day, are you just sick of drinking beer? I'm sure, yeah, but I work in the brewery, you know what I mean? You're surrounded by beer all the time, like that's, you know, you mean? No, you it doesn't get... really happen. No, no, we're, we're kind of cool, you know, it's, it's a cool job to have, it really is, like, I mean, you walk in every morning. What we have done is usually when we're trying out the beers, it's usually at seven o'clock in the morning when you don't necessarily want the beer, Jeez. you know what I mean? You've just brushed your yeah, teeth, you've just yeah. driven to work, you know, you've just had your coffee or whatever, and you do have to go in and you analyse everything that's in the tank, and you might just be there, you might drink maybe 15 beers in front of you, just seeing how everything's getting on in every tank, you know what I mean? And just, you know, get, get back to work after that. You won't be having a point, like, you know, there'd be little symbols, like, just to, just to, um, just to uh, figure out where the beer's at. Or, um, Listen, I heard 15 beers, 15 Alex, and I'm beers. like, I want to go work for your place. <laughs> <laughs> right? This sounds... I love that. <laughs> just get on with your work then, you know? Yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, God. That's it. you got the rest of the eight hours to, to, to cry into your hands for the rest of the day. Anyway, that's, that's, that's how we do it. If someone shows up and they're not hungover, there's a row. There's like, listen, pal, you're clearly not testing the beers, lads. Yeah. What is going on? No, but yeah. obviously, yeah, it's, it's part of your job. It's like the wine tasting and tea tasting. You have to. But you know what the weird thing is? I, I just have a terrible palate. I think everything tastes nice. I'm one of these people. Like, you give me most beer, most food, and I will eat it and drink it and tell you it tastes really good. But Especially obviously, if it's have free. To, yeah. If it's free, it's even better. But you obviously yeah. have to have a really good taste palette. What's it called? Well, yeah. I mean, beer's beer's more fun than that. I suppose beer is a lot more fun than wine. Like you know, if you're making wine. It's uh, it's the job of a of a farmer really. Most most of what you're actually doing is going out and tending to your vines and all that sort of stuff. When you're making beer. It's like cooking. You got four ingredients. You can put other stuff into it. And um, so it's like cooking on a day. So you make a beer. Really, most of your work is done in eight hours, and then the rest of it's just going to, you know, we, as we say, brewers don't make uh, don't make beer. You know, brewers make wort, and then the yeast makes beer. So once you have handed off to this to this living organism, the yeast that ferments into 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 beer. Um, you're kind of half your job is done by that stage if you know what I mean I mean that's oversimplifying it a little bit but it makes it a bit more fun you can explore it a little bit more so we yeah. have beers that we've used like you know loads of lemon zest in it grapefruit zest I mean we've had figs to beers muscovado sugar and um, there's loads of different stuff you can make and I see guys in the States now putting putting all sorts of weird stuff into their inter stouts so I've seen like you know churro Imperial stouts and people putting even you know hamburger buns into their into their beers as well like so uh, big so Mac pint oh my god as well like so yeah it's not if you drink many points of it but you know it's fun and it's it's explorative as well and that's yeah. kind of the, the team of the the, the festival and yeah we're so I, in who are doing that type of thing you know I imagine you'd never get bored of it because you could kind of go in and say well actually we've done X Y and Z let's mm. try all these now Alex yeah. what about I'm just throwing it out there right controversial but like uh, a beer styled off a bounty bar. Ew, no, no one will buy it. Don't do it. Don't waste your time. It's definitely been done, man. It's definitely been yeah, done. done. I think it's been done a fair few times. Um, yeah, so and there's definitely be something out there for you. Coconut in a stout. So you got all those chocolatey characteristics from a stout, and then you're adding coconut into it in fermentation. I've had lots of beers like that. Yeah, and they're great. Alex, Damn it, don't I it was awesome. No, don't entertain Coco them. stout. Do you know what is really good, though? Because I don't... Black stout. That's, now you're talking. Oh, actually, that'd be nice, yeah. The full Irish pint. <laughs> Yeah, the full Irish point. Actually, that would be good. <laughs> I do now like we're a banana. <laughs> Listen, we're going to get a taxi straight out to your place right after this. All right, we'll stay up all night and bang out some other ideas. I like yeah. a banana beer. Oh I've yeah, never had lots one. of that around. Oh, I love banana beer. It's delicious. Mm. It kind of tastes yeah. like um, you know that 
Yazoo banana flavoured oh, yeah. kind of tastes like that but alcoholic it's great <laughs> yeah fair enough <laughs> that's what you're into yeah, that's exactly you just lost all respect from Alex Huge he's like listen I'm going to hang up the phone now um, right so you're doing this now the name of the company that you work for are the small well I don't want to say small but the kind of this Whiplash Brewery Company that you initially set up a couple of years ago yeah. was a side project and it said you well, called it Whiplash because it was literally you're going at 100 miles an hour and as you said probably I imagine upended in your entire life <laughs> something like that yeah I was already working as a as a full time brewer out in the brewery called Roy River and they make gargles beers as well and the whiplash stuff was just for the weekend so me and my business partner now Alan we just kind of booked out the small tanks at the weekend we said look you know these aren't getting turned as often do you mind if we use them we'll rent them off yeah we'll get in the canning company we'll just make kind of one off special beers and you know we weren't thinking much that it would be yeah. a full time gig and then it just exploded like consumers just started saying oh this is great we love it you know and that it was flying out, we couldn't keep it in stock. That wasn't the plan initially and stuff, and everyone just kind of been twisting their arms to do it full time. So, yeah, we just took the leap just over a year ago and just spent full time doing our own thing. So, rather than working for, for other people, we're, we're working for ourselves. So there's plenty more headaches doing that as well. So, it's not just it's not just the pain in our neck anymore, it's the pain in the pain. Yeah, I won't say where. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. And- Imagine life as you go on full time to, you know, there's one thing if, you know, a lot of people go freelance and do side gigs, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But when you're talking about production on that scale and distribution, I don't even know the issues yeah, that you're going to be running into. But what kind of hours are you pulling a week? Uh, too many, too many. I could be 60, 70 hours. I'm still there. I'm oh. just, uh, working in the brewery. And so I'm looking at a big empty space. We've been cutting, cutting floors here today and stuff as well, just putting down drainage. So this is the first, first brewery of our own. So all of, all of this time, I mean, breweries are fairly expensive things to, to put yeah. in. We, you know, we, we don't have a lot of cash, so we've been using other people's breweries, and lots of good people in the in the in the Irish industry have great brewing kits as well. Like, so we just been booking space. If they have a little bit extra, why why wouldn't you rent out the tanks to us? Like, you know, we're nice guys. Yeah, I, I didn't realize you could kind of do that. So no. you're like, you know, booking a pitch for five aside. So yeah. there's an hour free yeah, here at the weekend. Like that. Well, well, you kind of have to be. You have to know what you're doing a little bit. Otherwise, the brewery's just doing everything for you. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. Having, having that experience. Um, of of running the brewery ourselves uh, out, out out Roy River and stuff and, and and then moving on was just like okay well at least you know they're going to come in they're going to do the graph themselves and that's what they do um, so yeah putting the, putting their own brewery in now so where have you you've moved out of the Roy River place that you were in and to a uh, completely yeah, yeah. independent we're location out, we're now we're out there a year now but we still don't have our own kit so yeah, we're actually we're brewing all over we're brewing a bit in Ireland uh, we're brewing a bit in the UK um, we're in Switzerland sometimes as well, and so we do. We travel around and, and make beers all over all over Europe and get them sent back to Ireland. But most of most of what we sell and, and produce is, is is in Ireland. You know. Yeah. So where can um, I get? Where can I taste the beer? We mostly sell into independent off licenses. Okay. So the fact that we do like body riddle and rollover would be our normal core beers that you see all the time, and then we might be doing three or four new beers a month. And um, so we would normally sell them into independent offices, people who are a bit more flexible and go, okay, yeah, yeah. give me the new stuff every week sort of thing. And, and, and that's great. We, we make a small amount of it, it flies out and, uh, and then just keep it really simple like that. So you would be, you'd be able to get it in, in your local independent. If they have a good selection of craft beer, you'll see our stuff there, you know. One of the things I saw, one of the beers, this might have been a year or two ago, you probably did this, but it was called a Scaldy Porter. Scaldy Porter, yeah. That was actually, that was an old homebrew recipe. Uh, I used to make that in the kitchen and give it to people, for, <laughs> give it to people for Christmas and stuff. And it was literally I just put up a post on Facebook and said, "Look, I've got three beers coming out 
uh, this Christmas for the few friends or whatever you know who you are you got the Christmas present of homebrew because I've no money so you're going to get some beer and it says <laughs> do you want to name the beers and one of my pals just goes, goes here when you call the Scaldy Porter and I thought that was hilarious so <laughs> we uh, we did we called the Scaldy Porter and we've just been making it kind of every year that was the first beer that we actually made as a whiplash brew and uh, the, yeah just keeping it all kind of full circle so a lot of the stuff that we actually knew were all homebrew recipes went um, and um, yeah, people seem to really like them. So yeah, Scaldy Porter. We had another one called Scaldy Split as well, which was a super split flavored oh, um, wow. IPA. Oh, so yeah. we used orange zest and we used lactose, which is you know the sweetness that you get yeah. from uh, from milk as well. So it kind of gave that ice cream kind of character. Ooh. So we call that Scaldy Split. Mm. Um, so yeah, we did a collaboration with our pals at Galway Bay. We call that uh, Touching the Scald as well. So the Scaldy Bulls is something that we've kept kept alive all throughout the, the life of Whiplash I'm sure there'll be a few more <laughs> brews I love that you're, you're broke so you make that for people for Christmas like love you know it, yeah. I'll make you a homemade Christmas present it's usually shite yeah, this is great. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty good. I would much rather well, this than another pair of socks and yeah. a can of links. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't say the beer wasn't joy at the time. <laughs> you probably Sorry, spell better you know. than the links Africa. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Would, would, yeah. Wouldn't have been hard anyway. But, um, so what, uh, 13th of July, is it? There's gonna the Fidelity Beer Festival is kicking off yeah. in the mansion now. So what's the story with that then? Big deal, yeah. So, we're, we, so we've, been, we've been doing this whiplash thing for, what, three years now as you know, uh, we call them cuckoo brewers or gypsy brewers because we don't have our own kits. We use other people's kits, like I was saying. So, you know, we've been doing collaborations with our friends across Europe and across the, you know, um, uh, across the world. And we're going to festivals as well with, with, with other friends in the brewing industry. And it's nice because we're doing collaborations. We make a beer at, at, at their brewery together and that's something that, that that's really popular in the craft beer industry. Um, but the fact that we don't have our own plant has just been a little bit kind of you're there and you're twiddling your tongue. Yeah. You can't invite someone back to your gaff, do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah, you your mom's still own. there. Yeah. Like, yeah, oh, exactly, still yeah. Damn it. So we didn't have our own facility and um, the, when we announced that we were we were opening the brewery this year, we were scheduled probably should have been brewing now but, you know, as things go with big projects like this, I mean, there's what? Oh, I suppose it's a big international project. Some of the stuff's getting made in Spain, Germany, China, you know, uh, yeah. Ireland as well. So everything's kind of gotten a bit delayed with everyone trying to link up. So it was for the launch of our brewery and we were saying, right, we'll get it all done with one go, get everyone into Dublin. All of these breweries are going to come over and we're going to, you know, basically have a big a big knees up to, uh, to launch the brewery. So we're still doing that. The brewery's just going to be a few weeks after as well. So, uh, yeah, we're going to throw a big party in the mansion house with all of our pals. Um, so the format's a little bit different to your normal beer festival. There are a few in Ireland, and you know they are yeah. they're, they're good and they're enjoyable. What we're doing with this one instead, I mean, the lineup of the breweries is, is, is unbelievable. First of all, it's never been happened like this kind of coming to Ireland. Um, there'd definitely be you know all thirty of those um, plus are, are, are considered some of the best breweries in the world, and they are rated as that as well. But everyone's going to roll them in, and rather than you know worrying about the whole token system when people come in. Um, your ticket just covers your beer. So you get a glass on the way in, you just walk around, chat, the brewer's going to be pouring the beer for you, you can just have a chat with them, they'll pour you, they'll tell you what they're, what they're, uh, what they're serving, and then just, just focus on having a, having, a, having a beer and enjoying yourself with your mates. So you don't need to buy like loads and loads of those florins and you know, wreck no, your head when you've got six left no. over and you can't buy it because it's all nine quid. That's it. Ticket covers it all. And then on top of that, you know, you'd be worrying about which beer to have because you'd be worried, oh, well, that one's not good. And, you know, I'm stuck with a point of it or a half point or something like that. <laughs> just just don't worry about it. Just just take a glass and you, you probably will like most of it because it's 
the best breweries in the world, really, you know. So, you know, that's that's going to be fine. But, uh, yeah, it just allows people to have small samples, you know, sample a, a lot of what's in the room and just, uh, just, just enjoy themselves. I'm going to be there. Do you? I'm going to go tasting around. Do you want to come down? I'd love to. Yeah. You're more than welcome. If you want a couple of tickets to give away in the show as well, we can, uh, we can, we can arrange that. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Alex, you're breaking your balls here now. You've no cash. It's all gone into the equipment and you're giving shit away. This no problem. Where your financial advice is going to be ringing you now going, what are you doing? It is better than FM 104 pens though, isn't it? Yeah, well, we figured a pair of tickets to give away this evening. Happy days. No yeah. problem at no all. Bother. Yeah. No bother. We'd love to have you down. It's going to be great fun as well. I don't know if we'll ever do this again. We're only going to launch a brewery once, do you know what I mean? So yeah. we booked out, booked out the mayor's gaff. Exactly. <laughs> go big or go home, Alex. Yeah. You know what I mean? No yeah, point. Yeah. Well, it is the round room, just beside. But yeah, that's going to be fun because, you know, we're actually working to a circle format. So every, you, you, once you walk into the room, you'll be able to see everyone. Um, and what's pouring as well. So it's all going to be happening in the one room. Our pals from Hidden Agenda are... Um, uh, are going to be DJing at it as well. So, yeah, there's going to be great music at it. So we're going to do it in two sessions. So the early session is basically, you know, uh, we, we, yeah, from half 11 to half 4, and then the later session is 6 to 11 as well. And then there's going to be a complete changeover in all the beers on each session. Oh, so, cool. Yeah, so if you go to both, you'll be able to t- taste so many beers. Delicious. Yeah, the only thing I would say is because it's in the mansion house, you know our Lord Mayor does love a pint, so just be careful with the stock <laughs> in, yeah, in the yeah, room. Exactly. He's ran out of his Guinness, but you know what I mean? He'd be, <laughs> How many it. kegs was it? Oh, just the two years worth, I think in about six weeks he went through. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so... Uh, have to do it. There you go. You know what I mean? You know, got, you know, here's the thing. If you don't go through your budget of beers, they'll reduce it the next year. So you exactly, have to kind of burn through it. So it's the Fidelity Beer Festival. So yeah, Deadly, thank you very much. We'll give away two tickets this evening on the show. But if someone yeah. wants to head along, it's the 13th of July in the Mansion House. Where can you get tickets? Uh, fidelity.beer. That's the website. And you'll find tickets there. It's 6250 uh, plus booking fees. And the tickets are on Eventbrite as well. we got a a handful left for the evening session and we've got a couple left for the, uh, for the early session. So they are selling out to be gone in the next few days. Dead Amazing. Crack. Great. And we'd love to have you down. Looking forward to seeing well, you Well, listen, you probably won't have to convince us too much to head down <laughs> to a beer festival. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll Deadly. tell you that much. But listen, Alex from Whiplash and Fidelity Beer Festival, best of luck with the new brewery right. and stuff and, Thanks, uh, Thanks, and best Thanks, of luck with uh, the festival on, uh, on the 13th. And we'll see you there. Uh, yeah, see you there. Yeah. Lovely. Talk to you there. Take it easy, sir. Bye. Bye. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.